Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. All right, our assignment for this week. As we say repeatedly in our practice, the quality of our lives is determined by the focus of the attention. Paying attention is a cornerstone of awareness practice. We train to have custody of attention by counting the breaths as we sit and face a blank wall. The technique of counting the breaths in sitting practice is explained like this. At the bottom of the first exhalation, silently count one. At the bottom of the second exhalation, silently count two. Continue in that way until you reach 10 and begin again at one. If your mind should wander, which it will, gently bring it back, briefly aware of where it went, and begin counting again at one. Counting the breath anchors the attention. It's a barometer of presence. Either we're here with the breath, with the counting, or we're gone, lost in the byways of conditioned mind. When we come to and realize we've lost the thread of the count or have been counting on autopilot, we're encouraged to begin again at one without regret, dismay, or self-hate. The cycle of counting is meant to interrupt attention on the disjointed stream of thoughts and train it not just to attend to awareness, but to abide in awareness. The mind is difficult to control. It flies from object to object, landing wherever it pleases. Thus, it's, a good to t- thus it's good to tame the mind, for a well-tamed mind brings happiness. The Dhammapada. The practice of counting the breath can assist us to tame the mind, to have custody of the attention, not just on the cushion, but also as we go about our lives. This week, we practice counting the breath as we would in meditation, whatever we're doing, drinking a cup of tea, doing the dishes, driving to work, weeding the garden, waiting in line at the grocery store, walking the dogs, writing an email, watching TV, eating a meal, falling asleep. As with all of these assignments, perfection is not what we're aiming for. Getting to 10 in every cycle of counting is not the goal. Just remembering to count the breath will be challenging. The mind will wander. When it does, simply begin to count again at one. As T.S. Eliot reminds us, every moment is a fresh beginning. R.L. what you notice. All right, here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Anna calling from Home First in England. Well, hello there. What are you seeing? Hello, hi. Oh, um, so I have I've been really enjoying this. Um, Over the weekend, I found that um, it it was a lot easier to do than I've been at work today for one day. Um, So over the weekend, whenever I remember to do it, and which which was quite quite a lot of times, um, it was instantly relaxing so really wonderful um it it, it seems um for me personally that it's um i I was able to remember to do it's quite it's it's very simple it's not simple but it is simple um so it was easy to remember um um because it's just a short instruction isn't it you know to count to 10 um so that was absolutely wonderful and then at work today um i found that 
um, I, I did remember to do it, but the pull um, from the, the voices was really strong um, um, to not do it. Um, and when I paid attention to what they were saying and looked a bit deeper, um, they were saying that I didn't have time to count the breath because I wouldn't get my jobs done. And then underneath that, they were, it seemed to me that they were saying that I'd get into trouble um, and that, so they were using fear underneath that. Um, but I kept with it and wow. kept breathing. <laughs> so the fascinating uh, combo there is not enough time and something wrong. Yes. Right? That's what they were trying to use against you, even though, I mean, you could see in this situation that that's silly, <laughs> right? Yeah. But all of our lives, we're really, we're trained to believe that, that, that what that voice is saying, first of all, as you notice, it, it operates under, the, uh, under our level of conscious awareness, or it's meant to, right? There's just this vague, there's something wrong. There's vague, you have to hurry. There's... You're, you're not going to, you're going to make, something's going to, right? And then when you turn all of your attention to it, it's kind of silly. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it is because I've never got into trouble at work. I've always... No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> In fact, I've had no. to do some extra work recently because, um, you know, because, of, because I've been doing my, the work well, if anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what it's saying is you don't have time to relax and be present. Yeah. Right? You've got to be tense and frightened in order to do your job well. And, of course, you've been practicing for a long time. So, you know, that's silly. When we're tense and frightened is when we don't do well. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a really big piece of karma. <laughs> <I'm> on... <laughs> oh yeah 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 well because it, it's so perfect if you don't if you don't buy those stories yeah. that you're too busy and that you're going it, that being present and relaxed is going to cause you to make a mistake <laughs> if you if you don't believe that it it ego really has nothing it has nothing else which is why People are stressed and busy and anxious and frightened and tense, right? Because people are, are trained to believe those stories. You see through it and there's nothing else except doing, doing what you do, being who you are, right? You're a conscientious person. You're going to do a good job. You just are because that's who you are, not because you're tense and frightened, right? And so there, all, you, all that's left is you get to be who you are, enjoying your life. Yes, I agree. That is right. Um, I, have, I, have, I have done that, um, managed to not believe and drop the voices and everything is fine and it's wonderful. So yes. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if, if, if every day at work, can be as pleasant and fun and relaxed as the weekend. Yes. 
Yes, absolutely. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> Let's do <Yes>. that. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, thank All right. You. Well, thank you, Anna. All right. Thank you so much. Gosh, go yes. happy. Bye. Go Gosh, happy. Yes. Thanks, Anna. All right. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Good morning. This is Carol in San Francisco. Hey, Carol. Hi. Um, so what I saw with the breathing exercise is um, definitely told if you hold your breath, you know, it'll be much better. Uh, if, yeah, I need to be tense, um, ready to go like a wound up spring. Uh, <laughs> and so... Yeah, I have. Well, go ahead. Good. Uh, I mean, if you held your breath, you would be dead. I know. Right? <laughs> Which is an interesting. It's an interesting <laughs> ego projection, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I anyway, had, go ahead. I had some interactions with this. One was at work, and one was at a friend's house. Her husband makes me nervous sometimes, so he started talking to me directly. And, um, you know, it occurred to me, oh, I could, I could breathe right now. I could do my breathing and counting. And um, some, oh, I wish I could say this. Uh, well, the bottom line is it brought me back to a middle place, like somewhere that I could just be there but not be over-focused on what he's saying and somehow... Um, I get talked into, you know, oh, I don't even know how to say it. Well, just getting too over-focused on the other person and thinking that that's presence and that's awareness. And mm. it's, oh, it's like an ego takeover. And so to just, and I'm being told, well, oh, no, if you breathe, you're just going to be too there. But it's, it's mm-hmm. like a middle way between not there and over-focused. It made me able to just, be there and kind of be there with authenticity and also pay attention to what the guy was saying. Does that make sense? 100%. If I might reflect that in what I project is uh, how, how we would sort of frame it in practice language. So when you are, when the attention is over-focused as you, t- as you uh, indicated on this other person, we lose awareness, right? It becomes a collapsed awareness state. It's over-focused, but if the attention is directed on the counting, then the awareness expands. So it's not that you're not there, but but there's a way in which the the field of awareness expands. So that's the middle way. I'm not hyper-focused on him and completely collapsed and not aware of anything else. Neither am I over-identified because it's likely that when I'm hyper-focused, I'm also supremely identified with whatever's going on for me in terms of, oh, I'm nervous. And so I have to listen to this person really closely in order not to, you know, react or whatever it is the identification is. And so there's a way in which counting the breath, just like in meditation, it gives conditioned mind something to do. And so there's the ability to be here. Exactly. And what I'm told is, oh, what I'm told is, well, you're not paying 
you're not paying attention to the conversation if you're counting you're just you know you're going off somewhere Mm -hmm. but that's not true at all it actually makes it so that that you know chatter doesn't have the forefront and i'm not worried about me and how am i looking and am i reacting right exactly exactly it's almost the image that we we can play with right carol is a is a camera are you and how the lens is working right how you're focusing the uh, the lens in terms of do you have the whole picture or do you have a very a close up and so that's what we're doing with the attention with the attention so that we have an experience of being here for all of it rather than just being hyper focused on that person and you're absolutely right when the attention is on the breath and counting the breath the whole system relaxes yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so great to hear it put that way. That to realize that it does open up up the aperture and um, give you a wide focus. And and I don't know. Right? Thank you so much for for restating that. Yeah. Yeah. Because we collapse into the identification, don't we? If the attention is hyper focused on the conversation. Yeah. Literally, that's... not just the other person's conversation, but the one in my head. Oh, exactly. And I'm like, wait a minute, I can't keep up. Well, I can't keep up because I've got too many conversations going on. That's right. Yes, that's right. You either listen with the mind or we listen in awareness. Exactly. Yes. Well, thank you. I I look forward to practicing with this this week. I know. It's a really, it's so fun. It's totally transformed my life. So there we go. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Carol. That was that was beautiful. I can't keep up because I've got too many conversations that I'm trying to track. <laughs> yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, of course, you took uh, that. That was a a perfect example of intelligence dropping in because you you offered that um, that image to a camera person. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was helpful for me, too, and I'm not a camera person, but I was just thinking uh, how much Carol must have enjoyed that because that's exactly, that, that's, that's the world that she inhabits. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. All right, here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Diane in California. Hello, Diane. What are you seeing? Hi. I love this exercise. It was really amazing. I tried it uh, on a one-hour walk down to the beach and back, and um, two things came up. And it's amazing because I've seen these things before, but they, when they keep coming up, they seem new each time. So, so the first one was um, uh, so ego. The ego voice came up and said, "Well." Surely you only need to not listen to the self-hating messages, the ones that are neutral or helpful are fine, right? And uh, so I looked at that and I realized, no, you know, they always seem to devolve into negativity at some point. But the amazing thing was that I realized that even without, or even without the ego voices, intelligence already knows all these things that ego is taking credit for only intelligence this basic intelligence doesn't use the words and doesn't 
evolve into negative things. And that was quite amazing. And then the other yes. thing was um, I couldn't believe how constant the voices were. They were, it's as if they're there all the time. Um, yes. Yes. So then the ego voices were saying, are you sure you don't want to listen to any ego voices? You'll be completely empty then. There'll be nothing. And I realized that it's more like uh, this analogy came up the other day on this call. Uh, it's more like listening to a cell phone while you're driving. So the ego voices are constantly calling on the cell phone and you can either drive yourself down the road with full attention or listen to these voices. So, uh, you know, there again, ego's argument was uh, was just crazy. Well, you'll miss a call. Yeah. You'll miss something. Yeah, right, right? exactly. And, and that's, that's, that's such a perfect image. And we can see why people are telling us, don't do that. Don't mm -hmm. be driving and be focused on text messages or phone calls or don't be distracted. Don't have your attention darting off in, because you're not present and it's dangerous. And mm -hmm. most of us can see that. Most of us can see that, right? We, we, might, we might still indulge it, but we, we get that it's really dangerous not to be present. And yet, as you know, you get out of the car, you walk off, and, and we're meant to believe that but this isn't dangerous. It's mm. only dangerous when you're driving or using heavy equipment or <laughs> something like that. But the rest of the time, it's probably either harmless or helpful. And right. what you've seen is, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. No, it's not, ever. And yeah. it's completely unnecessary, isn't it? Because mm -hmm. the intelligence knows everything and does everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and by the way, is you, huh. which is the experience that you're describing. Ooh. Wow. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And the other thing that you said that I just love that I, I want to return to for just a minute um, is how it feels every time we're present. Now, what, what we're doing or what we're seeing, in theory, is the same, but it's not, and we know it's not. You couldn't make, make the argument to anybody else. So you have this big awareness, and you say to your best friend, blah, 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 blah. Your best friend says, yeah, I know. I know. You've, you've told me that a lot. <laughs> no, I haven't. Okay? No, I haven't, because every time I see it, it's as if it's for the first time. Because I'm present. Because I'm present. I see. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. And so, Diane, this is what we can know. We may become boring to other people, but we're really happy in ourselves. Oh, I love it. <laughs> thank, you. thank you so much. That's lovely. Thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so happy. You too. Thanks, Diane. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? 
morning. It's Jodine in California. Hey, Jodine. And I was at five. You were at five. Congratulations. <laughs> well, it's good to be at one, but if we get as far as five, it's good to be at five, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Practicing rather than not. Um, so I've seen two things so far with this, which I am just really, um, I'm really loving this practice this week. Um, number one is how incredibly out of control, crazy my mind really is. Mm, yes, yes, the, the Dhammapada was correct, right? It's, a, it's just a wild monkey mind and taming the mind is so is such an important aspect of being here. So we don't run away with it. Yes, and of, and of course, you know, I just saw that, you know, fresh with the practice because it, you know, tried to take this simple practice and like dissect it, like dissect, you know, how I was doing it, um, you know, what, what it actually sounds like inside my head when I say a number silently. Like, uh-huh. it's like, uh-huh. oh, my God. Uh-huh. Um, so not only that the thoughts are wild, but that the mind attempts to take the content of the practice and noodle it, figure it out, assess it, judge it, do all of the things the mind does with this practice rather than just say a number. Right, because, like, the mind is where I am, right? Like, it's following me around. Uh-huh. Yes. Like, yes, exactly. Uh-huh. What are you doing now? That's oh, just been, yeah. Like, it was telling me, I was actually, without maybe noticing it, saying the number, like, in between the inhale and the exhale at some point, and, uh-huh. like, it was right there, you know, pointing that out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And um, so... So anyhow, good thing to train the mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah. like, you know, there's a good reason for that. Um, and then the other thing is just how many times over the weekend I just stopped, took a deep breath, and said one. Mm. You know, maybe mm. it didn't even go any further, but it was just so you know, so relaxing, it's, it's just great. It's, a, it's an amazing, you know, simple, simple technique. Yes, it really anchors the attention. We're back here, back to here at one, right? That, that, it, that's just, it's one of the things I found so amazing about the practice because it's such a disidentifying tool. It's, it's like, I know I'm gone. In order to get back here, all I need to do is redirect the attention to here in, at the bottom of the exhalation. And somehow the, the breath is such, a, um, such an experience of life, uh, right, Jardine? So just taking a breath just brings everything back to here. Everything just sort of lines up, and there's that, that sense of relaxation that you're talking about. Yeah, and and the realization that, you know, that I have a body, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. Yes, my have a body going nutso is actually, you know, connected somehow to this body which is the greatest gift. Uh if I, you know, if I can come back to it um 
and stay out of my mind. Yes, exactly. Because I, I project what you're saying is when the attention is on the unconditioned mind, everything else disappears. All we have is the chaos of the thoughts and of the thinking process. And so the fact that I have a body, that there's a breath, there's an animating intelligence is not in, a, is not in awareness. And so redirecting the attention away from that to the counting drops us, whatever that us is, into the world, to the reality that we, we inhabit. Yes, the reality and the unreality are, you, you know, it's very clear. Yes, the imagined world, the imagined world where all the attention was to the world that's here, that's true, that's real, that is. Yes, yes. Yeah, and it is so much more relaxing to be in, in the real world <laughs> within quotes than that imaginary world, which, which by definition is chaotic because it's, it's a disjointed stream of thought. Oh, yes. And, and the other, so kind of where I'm at now is also um, looking at places in my day um, that where I can count, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, I could count now, I could count now. And, um, and seeing that um, there are these places in my day where I kind of don't want to be present or whatever, conditioning this present, like, say, driving somewhere that I've gone to a million times, which, you know, I, went, I, did, I had a long drive over the weekend, and it's not a very particularly pretty drive, you know, it's highways and it's, it's not uh, lovely scenery, um, and, but it's something I do um, for a particular reason, and um, I, I'm, you know, committed to that, and, and I realized with the counting, I could transform that experience from, you know, uh, this, this, like kind of ugly interlude in my life to to something I actually enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And 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 I project the transformation is from a conditional sense of well-being, which is dependent on how the scenery is and how how similar it's always been and how boring it is and all of that to being present. That's what the counting, the attention on the counting does, is it transforms us to being here. So anything is enjoyable not just in a conditional process of enjoyment that's dependent on your externals. Yes, yes, yes. And the whole, um, like, losing touch, like when I do this drive, you know, every week, basically, I do it every week, um, like, losing touch with, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing this um, because it supports my household. You know, I'm doing this mm-hmm. for... I'm doing this from love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, conditioning would say, oh, I hate this drive. Yes, yes. And dismiss the, the entire time you could be present and in touch with the love that's motivating you to do this. Not to mention, especially if you, you do this drive and it's on highways, you want to be really present, right, Jardine? Because <laughs> God knows you don't want to drive off the freeway or get hit by a car. Well, yes, that's a big motivator. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, and, and until we say it out loud, we don't examine that belief system that we automatically buy. I've done this a thousand times. I could do it automatically on autopilot. I don't need to be present for it. It's boring. Let me distract myself. And right, like I don't, want, I don't even want to be present. Want to be yes. present. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Mm. Absolutely. It's such a high relief of uh, the difference between, you know, and it's likely if you do this counting practice enough, it's going to say, well, you don't want to be counting, Jodine. How, how many times do you want to say 1 to 10 over and over again? As you said, the mind follows you wherever you are. And so the taking something that is done on a daily basis and taking the and and sort of leeching the presence from it is how we we do everything mentally and joyous joylessly. Because it becomes a mental process. It doesn't become an animated process where I'm actually sitting in the car and driving. Because I'm actually driving within quotes mentally on autopilot when my attention is not here. Mm-hmm. No wonder it's awful. Yes, and I just have to reflect that leeching the presence out of everything. <laughs> oh, wow, yes, yes. Uh, so, so um, Back to another week, another week of, of an amazing practice. Thank you. Yes, thanks, Jodine. Well, I've realized in that conversation why being out of our minds is so, um, there's so much propaganda against it. Mm-hmm. When actually what we want is to be out of our minds. And the only way we're going to have any peace and joy and love and happiness is to be out of our mind. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. It is a state to be desired because when we're yeah. out of our mind, we're here, we're present. And I was, I was just looking as, as you two, you know, Jodine is describing that process of driving and, and to realize that, that what we get when we're present, that, that ego, of course, is so terrified of, what we get when we're present is being with ourselves. Right? That, and, that, and for ego, that's what ego says is the most boring thing in the world because, of course, we're not with ego. And it is boring. Oh, it for ego, boring. it's terrifying. And ego is incredibly boring. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's wonderful. So I'm going to aspire right. to being completely out of my mind. I, I thought for a while I probably am mostly out of my mind, but now I have an, an extra goal. Well, and the interesting part about that, uh, right, Cherry, because the, the being in the mind, within quotes, is an exclusive deal. Everything else is ignored. But when I'm here, yeah. it's not like you necessarily ignore the mind. It's also there. It's just that it's not the only thing. The ignorance right. is it's what not running the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is the point that it, Diane was, uh, well, all the callers this morning were talking about, that we get to see what that small mind's contribution is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we're, when we're not identified with it, we get to see what it's saying, what it's doing, what it's arguing for, what it's bringing to the, 
bringing to the party, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Fun, thank fun, you. fun practice. Back to one. Yes, I know. Back to one. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> go happy, everybody. Go happy. Go happy.